Hey everyone, uh, Jason Klein here. I'm the senior minister here at Refocus Christian Church, uh, located in Fallonsby, West Virginia. I just want to say uh, thank you so much for listening to our content. Uh, feel free to share or like or leave any comments you have. Uh, we're always looking to engage with people. Uh, what are some questions you have? What are some things that you might be learning? Uh, and at the same time, if you want to know more about us, check us out at refocuschurch.com, uh, which also has a link to our Facebook there. Uh, and so it just has uh, upcoming events, things that are going on, uh, sermon series that we're in. Uh, so once again, thanks for being a part of this. Thank you for listening in. And as always, please feel free to share and comment or like, because uh, we want to make sure that we're trying to reach as many people possible uh, with the good news of Jesus Christ. All right. Have a great day. Hello, everyone. Uh, it's nice to be with you here today, and uh, thank you to Jason for inviting me out to spend some some time with him and uh, one of our guests. Uh, I'm Rob Greiner. I'm a deacon here at the Refocus Church, and with us today is Mark Hatfield. He is a regional coordinator with um, Healing Hands International, uh, and Healing Hands International uh, is the group behind the uh, Magi gift boxes. Uh, some of you have, uh, have, have experienced the, the Magi gift boxes in some capacity. Um, many of you are aware that's what we do in the Dominican when we go down on missions. And uh, I was recently fortunate enough to work with Joaquin and Joelle in the Dominican. And I'll tell you more about that here in a short while. But for now, I just want to Turn things over to Mark and introduce him. And uh, Mark, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and where you attend church and what it is that you do with uh, Healing Hands. Okay. Well, I attend the Whitehall Church of Christ in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And in 2016, I retired from the Army after 27 years and wanted to do something in the mission field and got in touch with Healing Hands and the lady named Cindy Herring, who got me uh, together with the Magi Project. And in 2016, we started that in Whitehall, along with about 20 other congregations in the tri-state area. And we usually take about a little over 2,000 boxes down to Honduras. And that's where we focus our Magi boxes and take them down there. And uh, when you say take them to Honduras, do you guys direct them to Honduras, or do they go through Nashville first uh, and Healing Hands to get make sure they get down to Honduras? Well, um, I work with about 20 congregations up here in the Northeast, and once we collect those boxes, then I'll put them in a box truck, take them down to Nashville to the warehouse. And then uh, once at the warehouse... Then they go in a shipping container, and they get shipped down to Honduras, and then they're taken to uh, Mission Lazarus, which another organization that we work with down there, and we use their warehouse to store them, and then each of the ministers from the churches come and uh, tell, you know, male, female, boy, girl, what age groups they want, and then we 
separate those in the warehouse, and then we'll go to each one of the congregations and pass them out to each one of the kids, and it's just amazing. That's neat. Before we get into that, because it truly is amazing, um, just talking with you on Monday over the phone, and, and again now, it's exciting to hear... You know, I've been on the side of meeting with Joaquin and, and the boxes show up and there's a whole process there, um, you know, from the, the moment that they arrive at customs, Joaquin uh, in the Dominican, this is, and, and he disperses boxes both in Dominican and Haiti, but he works closely with customs. They, um, they can take quite a while. I know Jason and, and I took a group of 13 of us down uh, in February. And when we planned this last fall, the, the goal was to arrive at the similar time as the, the box is being released and being able to spend that time. But God had other plans. Um, we spent the week doing some amazing things, vacation Bible schools, painting houses, uh, visiting with families and uh, dispersing food and some other just good uh, community work there in, in uh, Rio San Juan. But back to the boxes, um, they did arrive shortly after we left. I was fortunate enough to, to go back down there uh, two weeks ago. And to see, um, and I got a glimpse of this a few years ago, but to see firsthand the work that Joaquin, a local minister and church plant uh, guy who's been working with Healing Hands for 27 years, to see the amount of work that he puts in when the boxes come out of customs and they land in his living room, dining room, and a little back office room from floor to ceiling. And just as you said, they have to be sorted. Boy, girl ages. Then he's got a master list that he collects. Um, as he tells me, he don't let a, a school, a church, a person walk up the day of and say, I need 10 boxes. He knows for months. He's doing that right now for next year. So he's got this list and they already had a lot of the sorting done. He does that with um, a fellow minister there in Santiago where they reside. Uh, his wife and children, they all work together. But um, that sorting process alone is very cumbersome. Then from there, um, the, the great joy for the children, but truly a blessing even for us that are there witnessing the excitement <clears throat> and the joy of these children to receive their box. That's where you know, things really come into play. And I want to hear more about uh, what you do in, in Honduras uh, or what you've done in the past uh, in that regard when you go out and, and, and to the communities and, and deliver these boxes to the children there. Well, in Honduras, we're lucky enough, or blessed enough, I guess would be a better word, to work with Mission Lazarus. Um, it's a gentleman, uh, Jared, who is from the United States, but owns property down there. And he has about 100 employees that work on that property for him. He just wants to spread the gospel in that area. So he already has the customs uh, side of it already worked out. So once they're in the warehouse, then yes, we have those lists well ahead of time, and we separate those boxes. That would come from Santos. Santos is actually the, he teaches and schools all the preachers in Honduras. So he collects all of those um, lists from those ministers and then those are at the warehouse, and those lists are already there. And then sometimes we go there early, and like you said, it's very cumbersome to 
separate all those boxes because there's two shipping containers full of boxes and other equipment that we have to get into the warehouse so they can take the shipping container back. And then we have to separate all that. And then we have to, you know, reach from way up in the rafters in the warehouse just to get maybe 10, five to seven <laughs> boxes. And then we have to climb back down. And we're glad OSHA's not there because we're just climbing on boxes on boxes to get up there to get those. And then we separate those for each congregation. And then they're already set aside in the warehouse waiting for the minister to come. It's exciting. It sounds like a very similar process, just a different area. And, uh, and you know, we, uh, Joaquin and Joelle, a young minister that Joaquin's mentoring and I, we, um, I arrived on um, a Sunday and we did some separating and, and delivery to a local church. And then we left Monday for Rio San Juan, uh, a few hours north of Santiago. And it's neat. I, I tell you this because there's so many hands involved before it reaches yes. a child. Um, and, and, you know, I'm hearing that from your end, from the, the time Whitehall packs them up to where it ends up in the child's hands. And similar, you know, Joaquin has family in Rio San Juan. He has siblings, uh, some of which are in the school system. So they allow us into the schools. They allow us in there to, to pray and to spread the gospel, which, you know, at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. I mean, yeah, we're bringing joy to these children, but we're bringing them the gospel. Uh, and to be able to do that and to have so many involved in doing that is, is just such a great encouragement um, to, you know, to, to some of these children. They may not have otherwise heard the gospel. Um, I asked uh, Joaquin when I was down there if he stayed connected by any chance with any of the children that have come out of this. Uh, and I was fortunate to hear a family that um, that my family and I are supporting right now is a is a lady who was a child receiving a box, uh, found God through the Magi uh, project, and is a faithful uh, member of the church today in Rio San Juan. And that's exciting. It's you know we have our local, uh, as I'm sure you all do as well. Locally here we have the Weirton Christian Center, and they they work with the children. Uh, they bring the children joy in many forms. But at the end of the day. Uh, are really, I should say at the beginning, their, their a number one priority is sharing the gospel, sharing the love of Jesus Christ, uh, and watching what Kim Weaver has done with that organization and all others involved, and uh, adults today that were once children in that program. It's exciting to see how God blesses uh, the work that we allow Him to do through us. Um, so that's that's really exciting. I am uh, I'm excited because it, you know when we connected on Monday, you had shared with me when I asked how can we be involved as a church. Um, you said, well, oddly enough, right now is collection time. Um, so here we are. You know, we're delivering boxes uh, to to places right now, but we're also collecting for next year. Uh, and I guess before I get into the, kind of what that entails, uh, I was excited to hear you're leaving tomorrow. Uh, for Brazil this time around. You're going to go down there and do some work and deliver some boxes. Um, tell us a little bit about that, Mark. Well, that's this will be the first time we're going to Brazil. And we have it set up. We're going to uh, visit three different orphanages and in one neighborhood. And we're going, going to go down there and just deliver those boxes and see what God has in store for us. This is just, you know, we're just reaching out for the first time. So, again, 
no different than in 2016 where we collected 567 boxes to take the first time to Honduras. Now we're taking over 2,000. So that just shows you how God works. And going to Brazil, yes, we're going to uh, hand out 300 boxes. But all we're going to go down there is show the face of Jesus and see what God's at, God has in store with us and leave it up to him. Amen. And that's exciting. And uh, I'll certainly be praying for your travels and your safety and those that you are working with and, and blessing and, and teaching Jesus to. Um, and I, I, I'm curious, how did you guys land Brazil this time? Where, is there a connection, a relationship? What led you there? Yes. Long story short, again, um, there's a, a lady in Richmond, Virginia, who is from uh, Brazil. And she has lived in the United States for over 10 years. And she attends the, uh, the Glenville Church of Christ. And they just hired a youth minister. That youth minister was the son of missionaries in Brazil that ran an orphanage. That Selma was the secretary for those parents and the babysitter for that child. And she left before, when he was still young. But when, just in the past, I think he's been there two years, he just showed up as a youth minister. They started talking because they both spoke Portuguese and figured out who each other was. And then once they figured out that relationship, they decided they'd like to try that back because they're already involved with the Magi Project in Honduras, they wanted to reach out into Brazil. Neat. That's really neat. And it reminds me, Jason, of what you mentioned yesterday, that when I mentioned there was like a chance encounter, or, you know, I just bumped into some some folks. Uh, uh, and even when you you call me Monday, and Jason, your comment was, you know, it's not, I don't believe it. it's accidental when God's involved. Uh, I think it's how you said it. Maybe well, I don't. I don't believe in coincidences. Coincidences. <laughs> I, I think God's too good of an author for us to chalk up things to accidents. <laughs> I think He knows too much of what He's doing. So, absolutely. So, uh, Mark brought us uh, here in Fallensby, uh thirty yes boxes. Yes, thirty boxes. Yes. Um, which, uh, Joaquin, this is for you. It's kind of it's kind of unique to see the boxes unfolded and ready to be packed. Here in West Virginia, just reminded me of standing in your living room because they end up with extra just blank boxes to, to build out for children that need. So it was kind of cool to see that. But we've got these boxes. We've got a month to do what we can with 30. Uh, and I'm looking forward to turning those over to Mark and who knows, maybe telling Mark that we've got plans to pack who knows how many for uh, the next year. Um, I think it'll be a great opportunity again for this church. And as Jason has been preaching on Sundays and in his podcast and in Facebook, if you if you can't find something to plug into, um, you're you're not looking very hard because there's a lot of great, exciting things going on right now here in in uh, Fallensby and with this refocused church. And I know I'm excited. I look forward to sharing the blessing of the Magi box with uh, as many that want to be involved. Uh, as we mentioned before, some aren't, uh, some aren't able to jump on a plane and, and go to the Dominican or, or uh, Brazil or wherever, but, but it starts right here. It starts with, you know, your, your day out shopping and what can you do to, to help a child in need 
and think about how many are going to touch that box between the time you pack it and the moment it reaches that child and the way that you're bringing the gospel to that child through what you put in that box. So I encourage you to uh, consider being involved, uh, picking up a box. There'll be um, in the foyer area um, uh, starting this Sunday. Um, But if you're listening and you can't get out and you need help or you need someone to just help you shop and pack a box, we'd love to do that as well. Any, anything we can do to help you be a part of this. And, you know, and ultimately the way I, I mentioned, or the way I, I um, you know, I end with any sort of mission work is ultimately everyone just pray. I mean, that's, uh, that's bigger and greater than anything, bigger than us putting the box together, bigger than us going, um, pray for those that are serving. Let's keep uh, Mark and his team uh, Mark, how many are heading out with you this week? There's 10 of us total. Cool. So let's pray for Mark and, his, and the team of 10. And uh, again, Mark, we appreciate you stopping by. Um, Jason, Mark, anything that I've missed you'd like to share? No, Mark, I just appreciate you coming down. And uh, I mean, Rob has said it, but listen, I believe I believe that churches have two primary functions, uh, and I realize it's an oversimplification, uh, but we should meet the physical needs and the spiritual needs of people. <laughs> and if we're not doing that, I don't know what else we're supposed to do. Uh, so this is just another way that we can, you know, we're just looking for people, ways to get people plugged in and to serve, and uh, this is a great opportunity for that. So thank you for bringing the boxes, and thank you for uh, working with us. So, No problem. I'm here for whatever you gentlemen need or the whole congregation, I'm here. I can come back and give a presentation and I can do, I'm here for you, whatever you need. I appreciate it, Mark. Appreciate again for uh, what you're doing with Magi. And, you know, I loved hearing that, you know, when you retired from the the service in 2016, your heart, uh, it was on your heart to serve in, in a mission capacity. And that's exciting. I think that that's what we're all called to do in some capacity is to serve and serve God and uh, put his kingdom first, as Jason often says. And uh, uh, just a short time getting to know you, I I see that in you. And, uh, you know, got to say hi to Sid, Mark's dad. He's sitting here with us as well today. And it's good to meet you as well, Sid, and have you here with us. Yes. I could just say one more thing. Yeah, please close us out, Mark. Anybody could be a part of this. I don't care if you're eight years old or 80 years old or 90 years old. If you can't get out, I'm sure whatever gift you want to bless someone with, with, they'll shop for you. They'll do anything you want. When we pack boxes, the little kids are there packing boxes too. They're putting stickers on the box because we identify our boxes. And when I show you a presentation, you'll be able to see the boxes that are made here in the the tri-state area, when they get to Honduras, they'll be labeled. So one of those boxes could be yours. So age 8 to 80 or whatever age you are, you can be a part of this. You can pack the box. You can help someone pack a box. You can put a sticker on it. You can do whatever you want to do to be a part of it because anybody at any age could be a part of this mission work. Great encouragement, Mark. I appreciate that. Well, uh, thank you all for uh, listening in with us today. Uh, Again, Mark, you'll be in our prayers in the week ahead. Uh, Jason, thanks for allowing us to invade your your podcast space this week. 
I'm going to miss listening to you, though. Uh, I don't think I want to uh, listen to myself this week, and I always enjoy listening to you. So you might have to still be one. That's all right. It's it's good to change it up every now and then. Not everyone likes to listen to me all the time. So anything I can do to bring attention to good uh, good programs, good ministry things. I mean, really, that's the goal. Uh, so. Well, again, thanks everyone for listening in, and uh, take care. Have a good day, and go out and be a blessing to someone today. Hey everyone, thanks so much for checking out this week's podcast. Hey, if you want to learn more about our church, check us out at refocuschurch.com or look us up on Facebook at Refocus Christian Church. We're located in Fallonby, West Virginia. Uh, we'd love to have you and your family out. Come check out and see what God is doing on our people, in our community, in our church. All right, later.